Howdy, y'all, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer, so grab a mug of your favorite brew and get ready to brew your brain as we give a rundown on today's dates and some interesting historical facts, and to sharpen your wit as I toss out some random musing and facts just to get your brain gears turning, and hopefully a time to enrich your faith as we talk about our walk with Jesus. And so once again this week, it's John and Carla bringing you Brew and Sharpen on the Daily Grind. Carla, glad you're with me this week. Hello, John, and hello, Daily Grind family. It is good to be here. And we'll get this show on the road. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to brew your brain. It's Wednesday, 6. And on this date in 1628, Puritans settled in Salem, which became a part of the Massachusetts Bay Colony. Okay. And on this date in 1916, the first self-service grocery store, Piggly Wiggly, was opened in Memphis, Tennessee by Clarence Saunders. Did not realize that. I had no idea that the first, yeah, Piggly Wiggly. Hmm. And on this date in 1991, the Baltic states, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, were recognized as independent by the Soviet government. Hmm. All the other countries of the world recognized them on September 2nd. Go figure. Yeah. And on this date in 19... 1995, Cal Ripken Jr. of the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles played his 2,000th, 131st consecutive game, breaking Lou Gehrig's record, which had stood for 56 years. That's amazing. But Cal's final record wouldn't be set until 1998, and it stands at 2,632 games. Oh, that's a lot consecutive of consecutive games. Consecutive games, well. Wow. Uh, that is, yeah, that's amazing. That's, wow. And September 6th is Coffee Ice Cream Day. <laughs> okay. I like I'm it. All in. Yep. It's Read a Book Day. Oh, again. Yes. Yes. And it is Fight Procrastination Day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm just going to read a book and eat some coffee ice cream and do it later. <laughs> Yeah, I will oh. fight procrastination oh. <laughs> tomorrow. So, and that's that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. Whole, W-H-O-L-E, and whole, H-O-L-E, are pronounced identically, but they mean basically the opposite. They do, don't they? One is whole and one is whole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the whole. <gasps> I'm sure you knew this, Carla, but for everybody out there in Daily Ground Nation, a nanosecond is how long it takes light to travel 0.98357106 feet. Well, I didn't have all the numbers quite down, but yes, light. The Beatles helped end racial segregation in concerts because they refused to play 
at events that were segregated. I didn't realize that. Good for them. I didn't either. Yeah. They said, all you need is love. And they <laughs> broke up. So um, if the question is why, there's a really good chance the answer is money. Yes, I think you're right. Orson Welles' last film role was a voice actor as Unicron in Transformers, the movie. What? I had no idea. Yeah. Orson Welles. If cats could text you back. (laughs) They wouldn't. They wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I could feel that one coming. Based on my experience with cats. So, Carla, if the Little Mermaid was a student in (laughs) your class, do you know what she would wear? No, what would she wear? An algebra. (laughs) An algebra. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, but we wouldn't want to see it. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my goodness. There you go. And, you know, someone tried to tell me that an alligator can grow up to 20 feet. And I said, I'm pretty sure they can only grow four. (laughs) They just have four. Oh, two in the front, two in the back. Yeah. 20 feet. 20 feet. (laughs) Get out of here with that. I ain't falling for that. Now it's that time on the daily grind to enrich your faith. Today, we're going to look at 2 Corinthians eleven twenty nine, and we'll explore its message about the interconnectedness of the Christian community. Paul was genuinely outraged when he learned that the believers in Corinth were spiritually weak and that false teachers were causing them to stumble in their faith. He couldn't remain unmoved with such news. 2 Corinthians eleven twenty nine says, Who is weak and I am not weak? Who is made to fall and I am not indignant? So in 2 Corinthians 11, 16-33, the Apostle Paul delivers this powerful message and he outlines all of the various trials and tribulations that he has faced in his unwavering service to Christ. He uses strong language. He's almost poking fun at the false apostles who boasted in their arrogance. Interestingly, though, the Corinthians might have viewed Paul's sufferings as a sign of failure, weakness, and defeat. But Paul goes on to reveal an even deeper layer of trials in his experiences, and that is the inner turmoil that he's endured while worrying about the well-being of the Christian churches. Some of these churches were enduring severe persecution for their faith, while others were grappling with pressures to compromise their convictions in order to fit in with the culture of their time. But Paul intimately shares in their pains and their pressures. In this verse, Paul seems to specifically address the churches that he's founded and the souls he's led to faith in Christ. He poses a question, who is weak? And I'm not weak. What he's getting at here is that he feels their struggle with faith just as keenly as they do. 
when they stumble in their walk with Christ, it carries a strong desire within him for them to turn back towards the right path. In essence, Paul's really saying his work doesn't stop with someone once they accept Christ. He's committed to them. And his commitment only deepens as they grow in their faith, face hardships, encounter moments of weakness. Paul's emotional connection to all these churches is a really clear example of the sacrifice that he makes as a servant of Christ. Now, as Christians, we're not meant to live in isolation. Our actions have repercussions throughout the Christian community. When one of our fellow believers stumbles or suffers, we're affected. We are called to be part of a spiritual priesthood. See 1 Peter 2.9. And our lives are intricately connected. For Paul, it was impossible to remain unmoved when he learned that the believers in Corinth were spiritually weak and that false teachers were causing them to stumble in their faith. He was genuinely outraged. Paul encouraged the Corinthian church to share in each other's joys and sorrows. You see that in 1 Corinthians 12, 26. We depend on one another and this influences everything we do. Even in our prayers, we begin by saying, our Father, Matthew 6, 9. 1 Corinthians 14, 12 tells us that we must always have our fellow Christians in mind. That verse says, "In the it's the same with y'all. Since y'all are eager for the manifestations of the Spirit, seek to abound in order to strengthen the church. 1 Corinthians 10, 24, do not seek your own good, but the good of the other person. And in Philippians 2, 3 through 4, Paul writes, instead of being motivated by selfish ambition or vanity, each of y'all should in humility be moved to treat one another as more important than yourself. Each of y'all should be concerned not only about y'all's own interest, but about the interest of others as well. It's easy to become so absorbed in our own spiritual journeys that we neglect our roles within the church. We might be so focused on what's happening in our own country that we overlook the suffering and persecution our fellow Christians endure worldwide. If the rejoicing or hurting of those around us doesn't touch our hearts, we become desensitized to the people of God. And that is a problem. So after today's podcast, take a moment and reflect on this message. Let's ask God to place a burden on our hearts for our fellow believers. Let's become aware of their needs. Pray for them. Align our lives with God's work in their lives. Remember, we are all part of one body, and our unity in Christ should be at the forefront of our actions and our prayers. Hey, as always, I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of The Daily Grind. Please drop me a line. Let me know how the Daily Grind can better help you deepen your connection with your fellow Christians and to live out your faith in a more profound way. I hope that you have a great Wednesday. Grace and peace to you in the name of our Lord Jesus.